from Kesser Shem Tov. Simon Chavbez, or Chavbez, on page 76. Now that term, Darush Bachsan Yishol Torah, is a drush that took place at a gathering, Bachsan Yishol a gathering or a place where the Torah was was being taught. There's a lotion we find in Chazal as he brings here in the beer in the introduction. Is a term that's found in Chazal. And here, the Balsham brings from the Mishnah in Pirkei Avis, the East of a Mesechus Avis, Haloymin Chaver Pirkei Echad, Halacha Achas, Ha'ois Achas. The full, the full lashon we'll see in a second. I mean, from the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, that if a person learns from his friend from somebody else, even one parak, or one halacha, or even one letter, but that's his rebbe, right? That's already somebody who he has to consider and to respect and to look up to as his teacher, as his rebbe. Because we see that David HaMelech only learned from Achitofel two things. Just look inside the, the parish for a second just to see. That there's a mile that the Torah should be said at a place that is designated for Torah. Halaymid mechaveh perik echad of Torah or halach achas or even a pasuk echad a dibur echad I feel ois achas sarach linag by kavod you have to already treat the person with kavod like he's your rabbi shchei matzina b'david amelach al l'shem shloilam and machi tovel al l'shnei dvarim b'lvat the dvarim b'lvat only learns machi tovel two things and karay rabbi alufa miudo and dvarim b'lvat already referred to him as his rabbi v'haloy dvarim kal v'chayv. And it's a Kalvachimer. Umad David Amalf was the Kalvachimer. Umad David Malch Yisrael. Shloy Lomad Machi Teufel. Elishnei Dvarm Bilvad. David Amalf only learned from Machi Teufel two things. And already Kara Rabbi Lufam Yodo. And he already called him his Rebbe. Afshahayi Rosha. And Machi Teufel was a Rosha. Lahayi Royal Lukach. And he wasn't Roy to be, to be, uh, to be his rabbi. 
I mean, he was a brilliant person, but he was a Russia. And the Vlahe Roy, Lakach. So then, Haloy made, the Mishnah says that Haloy made Mechavero. Then, if you learn, anybody who learns from, his, from another person, Shein a Russia, who's not a Russia, Perkechon, Lochachas, and so on, Alchas Kamavakam should start learning by Kavit. How much more so do you have to treat the person with Kavit? That's the that's the Mishnah, that's the Kalvachaima. So the Balshema Kaddish asks back inside, the Kashem Haikom Shnei Dvarim Belvad. Number one, the question is, why does it say Shnei Dvarim Belvad? Why Shnei Dvarim Belvad? Whereas Halomid Mechaveiro. When it says Alemin Mechavero, Peregachara, and so on, it doesn't say Bilvad. Only. Vaid Kasha. Havle Lamemer, Dayoi Labom and Hadin, Liais Kenidain. What does that mean? Such a general question that we have in the Gemara when we're dealing with a Kalvachaymet, that there's a Klau. There's a Klau that there'll there be a Kal and there'll be a Chaymet. You can learn how to, one from the other, but. The question of Aikash, look inside the parish. It should have said that the same way that David Amalekh was Machabed Achitayfel, who taught him Shnei Dvarm, two things. So it should say, it should be equal. That since we see that what the Achitayfel taught David Amalek two things, and David Amalek was mechabed him, even though Achitayfel was a Russia, David Amalek was mechabed him. So that has come of a comma that when you learn Torah from a from a nice guy, even if you learn Shnei Dvarim, Kach Chayv L'Nor Kavit, Davka B'Chayver Shalom Shnei Dvarim L'Kol Apachas. It should be that at least if your friend teaches you two things. Vlei Perik Echad Halach Achas. But the Mishnah is saying, not and the Klal in Shas is something that is learned out in a Kalvachimer, that's called Din, something that is learned in a Kalvachimer. But it can't be it can't be a bigger Chiddush than the place from where you learned it. It can only be it can only be as much as the place from where you learned it, to be equal to. What does that mean here? Since the Chiv to be a person who limbed out Torah who taught you Torah is being learned from the COVID that David Amalek showed to Achitofel. Shali made what? Shnei Dvarm. Now Achitofel taught him two things. Not a Pasagachad. Not a Halachachas. He taught him two in Yonim. So when he taught him to learn from the Kavachamah, the Kavachamah should be 
if when it comes to a rosh, a tavnoch is mechabed a rosh who taught him two things. Lachas kama v'kama, you should mechabed a tzaddik who teaches you two things. Because there's a call. You can't go to something which is a bigger chiddush from the makar, which is less of a chiddush. That's not a kavachayim. That's dayo labam and hadin. You can't do that. So if if achitofel taught him shnei dvarim. Two dvarim, two sugyus, whatever that is, two inyanim. Then we can learn from there that Allah has come of a kama, that if a nice person teaches you shnei dvarim, two inyanim, that you have to mechabed him. But how do you go to a bigger chedish to say, even a word, a letter, a letter, one letter? Why? So the Rambam says a very, very, very big so now. The, uh, not the Rambam, it sounds like a Rambam. The Balsham says a very big, very big yisod now. Back on top, Uperish the Balsham have taught the Chishadim Loy made me Rav Hogun that when a person is learning from a a proper, a good, an Erlich a Rebbe, a Rebbe or a friend, but when you're learning from somebody that's God fearing, then something happens with the Torah that's being taught. It's something more than, than, than the words that are given over. It's something more than that particular Pasuk or that particular Gemara. It's more. Because even though the Rebbe, who's Hogan, who's good, who's the Yerei Shemayim, even though the Rebbe gives over, let's say, a small amount, a Pasuk, or even a letter, <coughs> or a word, something happens. Something amazing happens to the Torah that comes out of the mouth of an of an Erlichid. Hatarihi para verova etzlay kanaida. The Torah that is taught from the mouth of a God fearing Jew is para verova. It becomes fruitful and it multiplies. It has offsprings, has children, grandchildren, great grandchildren. It has a koch of ribui, of lifros vilirbos, like children. The mitzvah of Puravu. There's this impregnation that takes place when the Rebbe teaches the student. There's a mahalach of Isha Kisazriya and Vyalda Zacha, meaning that there's this teaching Torah is not just um, informing. I know it sounds odd to use this, but this is what it means it's impregnating. And when that Torah is given over, it's seated in the mind of the one who receives it, and then it develops and it grows, it has a life, it takes on this amazing life. First it's a fetus, and then it develops, and then it's full, then it's born, and it, it, it develops into something else. Into something much greater than, into something much greater that was originally implanted in the mind of the student. This doesn't happen when it comes to the Torah that is received from a Russia. A Russia is a person who is sterile. There's a problem of infertility spiritually when it comes to a Russia. It can't bear fruit. It doesn't it doesn't uh, increase. It doesn't it doesn't have children and grandchildren. Elanisha kipshuta. It remains what it is. So, 
It's just what you learn from the person. So, I'll explain that a little bit more in a minute. That's why it says Bilvad. Because the Torah that you receive from a Russia, it's that Torah Bilvad, Zehu. It it cannot go anywhere. The higher Russia. Because Achitov is a Russia. So it's only Shnei Dvar Bilvad. Those two things that 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 Achitofel told David, they were those two things, and then nothing else would come from them. And despite the fact that they were, that they were, that they didn't have this ability to be fruitful and multiply, Dodemelech respectfully called him, "Thank you, Rabbi, because you taught me something new." Say that you taught something new, but that new Torah that David Malch received didn't have the ability to bear fruit, to continue on. And therefore the Torah of the Russia doesn't have that ability of Lifros Vilirbois. But rather it remains Shne Dvarm Bilvad Kumashalomad Mimenu. And even though this Torah was sterile and dry and sort of lifeless, that he learned from Ahitophel, it was information. Because that's what the Russia can say, information. And he still called him Rabbi. Despite the fact that he gave him over such a Torah that was that was without this uh, koach of then when you learn from a kosher Jew where both of them are tzadikim then it's afilu perik echad you hear the kalachem even if it's a perik echad or it's a posik echad or it's one word but it's from a kosher Jew that you receive. That's already not just information. That's impregnation. That's something else. That takes that takes on another life with children and grandchildren. When a kosher Jew gives you over some Torah, even if it's a word, that what? Rebbe. Because he's responsible. That kosher Jew is responsible for a world of Torah that can develop inside of you. And that, and that comes to life. Again, the Hainu Shneim Sadiq, Hadomi Khaver, the Hainu Shneim Sadiqim. Those are Torah Parvarova. Then the Torah is already having children and grandchildren. How much more so, even if it's only a word or a letter? By the Russia teaching, it's Shnei Dvarm Bilvad. And Don Melch was respectful. Just for the information. Shkoyach, Rabbi, Shkoyach. Just for the information. Allah has come of a kama. That when a kosher Jew teaches you Torah, and it's not just information, it's a life. Mamish with one word. Allah has come of a kama. You have to be respectful and treat him and see him as somebody who's 
Kilo, that's your Rebbe. Allah has come of a comma, she served Lunagabe Kovit, Observatory, she posed her Baksani Shatar, she Kulam Sadikim. And that's why the Balshantov explains that Chazal so often said that this was a gathering of 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 Achsani Shatar of Sadikim. Meaning it, it's not a, it's not a university, it's a yeshiva. It's a gathering of tzaddikim. It's a place where the Torah is alive, not where the Torah is some information, something academic, something cold that doesn't have a life. And anybody could feel this. If you want, you could. It's very easy to experiment. You could take one of these academic editions of one of the Svar Makadosh. Not that I'm saying you should buy it, but it's a waste of money. But you can go to the library, and you get the you can get the. Uh, the Mizrit Shemagid, the Magid Arliyakov, that was written by, you know, non Shabbos professor. Annotated. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. All kinds of things, and the gears are all cleared up. I remember that when I was younger, many years ago, there was a there was an edition that came out from Shari Ayur, from uh, one of the basics form of Kabbalah. It came out from Shari Ayur. That was a hush of a thing, and I, and I saw it in the library, and uh, I spent a lot of hours doing learning it and trying to understand it. And I, I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. And then I was in this farm store and there was an, an old Shari Ayur, like written in Rashi, you know, like an old Shari Ayur. And I, and I had a cheshik to buy it and I bought it. And I started to learn it that Friday night. Uh, it opened up the whole world. The professor didn't work. And I just didn't work. It's a very big yisod. It's a very, very big yisod. Let's look a little bit at the parish and we'll talk about it a little bit more. On page 77 of the parish, Rabbeinu, the Kshodim Lomad Mirav Hogan Ator Hippar Verov Etzel Kanoid. Kanoid. Kloimer. Divrei Termis Rabbim Umamikim Kol Ha'ez Besich Lashal Halaymei. That when the, when the kosher Jew gives you over some Torah, it's it's percolating in the head. It's developing in the mind and in the heart of of, of the of the one who's learning. Just states. Nothing grows out of it. No children, no grandchildren grow from that piece of information. <laughs> That's the Kalva Chaimer. Shlomim Achtov is Shnei Bilvad, and Achtov is a Rosha. Therefore, what Dovna Melech learned from him, what Dovna Melech learned from him, couldn't go anywhere. And despite that, he called him Rabbi. When you have a gathering of tzaddikim, when the when the student is a student that that wants to gain, I mean, there's a time, of course the student also has to be a person that is roy, that is a student is somebody who wants to have this child. So when you have a gathering of where you have a, the the rebbe is a tzaddik, is a, is a god fearing Jew, and the student is a god fearing Jew, and the purpose of their being together is not information but intimacy you understand intimacy in Ruchnius 
That's the tachlis here. Not a lecture, not something cold, not something, not just a piece of information, but something which is mamish, an Indian of a husband and wife, kilo. It's a zivug of chasna kala, husband and wife. That even if these two fine Jews, even if they have this relationship, and there's only one parak or one uh, one halacha that that the, that the, that one fellow gives over to the other one. But since it was Torah that was given in a way of yichud, in a zivug, in a way of a husband and wife, with love, with, a, with, with belief, with ahava, and so on, then, the, then those words of Torah, they bear fruit. There's much more in this one word that these two Jews give to each other than, than the Shnei Dvarim, even though Achitov maybe give some fancy stuff to David Malach, but it was sterile, it was academic, it was a professor. It wasn't a Chavrusa. Vim Kain, Gam Chavis Akibud, Alim Budzeh, Yecholi Hilomen, Mishem Kalvachayim. Abzemetoritz, the Balsham says, and this is the answer to the question of why. It's important, and why Chazal point out it's an Achsan Yishot Torah. It's a gathering of tzaddikim. It's an Achsan Yishot Torah. It's not an academy. It's not a university. It's an Achsan Yishot Torah. That's where Torah develops and grows. In an Achsan Yishot Torah. Shayikulam tzaddikim. Zamaturim zamavur heitav sipur Chazal shuvalel sheposkah chom biyavne bedvarm ha'izkim chshivas Achsan Yishot Torah kibakach mudgeshes. This emphasizes milus divrei Torah. That there's a mile to the Vitor that I learned in a yeshiva, in a Bishamadrish, in a place where Erlich Eden are trying to understand the Dvar Hashem. Not to get tenure. You understand? But where Erlich Eden are learning the Dvar Hashem. Machisha, how you call him Sadiq? Melamina Torah. Hain Melamina Torah, the one who's teaching the Torah. In that case, the Tanaim and so on, and the, and the Jews who come to learn in that place, a place of, of Torah learning. It's like living with a Navi, right? It's bigger than anything. A Navi? Yeah, living with a Navi. This it doesn't have to be a Navi. No, I'm saying it's bigger than anything. The actual personal contact, the person who lived with the Navi, it says. Is bigger than somebody who learned it from nobody. It's always like that. That's why. The bigger the person. This is no gay. I'm glad you brought it up because there's no, no gay to leaving aside a navi. There's no gay to what's happening in our times, where a lot of the Torah that's being learned is being learned from is being heard from uh, from technology, which is which is a mila, of course. Ain't mila there. It's a big mila that people have access to all kinds of Torah. But if you're but if you have a rebbe, the rebbe's uh, 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 there. He's in the neighborhood, and you can go to hear the shir in person. It's something else. It's not the same thing as hearing it over a phone or listening to it on, on, a, on a recording. It's not the same thing. We spoke about that many times. We've seen that in a lot of Torahs. Then you have Panam B'Panam Dibash, that HaKosh Baruch gave the Torah Panam B'Panam. But also, it's missing in that personal connection and that 
in that intimacy, the Roshama is talking about, there's a yichud, there's a, there's a zibug, we look at footnote 7, look on the right, the right, the footnotes, the right, so I'm going to have to read this, just the, you see where it says, Bukuntra Zachman? Like at the bottom of the page, like on the right side, on page 77, like se- six, seven lines up, you see it says, Bukuntra Zachman? Shabbosov Sefer told us Yaakov Yosef. There's a yichud, like a husband and wife, a, uni- a unity. There's a coupling between two people who are learning Torah. Torah and the fellows like the Kirov Chavrusa. By when there's a Kirov and there's Chavrusa. It's also it's it's something which is. Listen, there are some people that that and Chazal talk about this. Navi Shaman and Nachman talk about this. There are some people that for them it's easier to learn by themselves. But the mile of being, of learning in a, from a rabbi, or learning with a chavrusa, is that there is this yichud. It's called a zivug. It's called a zivug. When you learn from a rasha, then it's not a zivug, it's not a mating, it's not a coupling. Is that there's the Russia and then there's you. They're two different. Uh, they're not. There's no yichud. They're separate. We don't want to have a yichud with a Russian. Wants to be have a yichud with a Russian. <coughs> so it's two separate things. And when they're two separate and there's no unity, there's no unification, there's no yichud, there's no zivug. They can't. There can't be any. There's no children. She lost her parents. When the Sharurak period. The two separate Shneidvar. Alpikhakira Sechlis Bilvad. It's just an intellectual Khakira. Something of the the Rush is not uh, there's no there's no intimacy. The Rush is a professor and it's and it's just a Khakira, it's an intellectual uh, adventure. It's, it's an intellectual adventure. Mashaikinim Rabbi Tzadik. Mashaikin of the Rebbe Tzadik. Based at Paris, Pavarova. Ad Kedekath, that I, we once learned, must be already 23, 24 years ago. That the Bnei Soska, Shusi Yelayim, and Derech Bekudecha, the Washington of Bnei Soska, I don't know if you have Derech Bekudecha here, who's bucking with the Swarma here? Bnei Soska, you're sitting next to Bnei Soska Swarma over there, Maish? I think, I think maybe the Bnei Soska Swarma over there? There's a sefer there, Pekudach. I don't know if we have it here. I I know that I know that I I bought it for the shul. <laughs> I just haven't seen it for a while, so maybe it's not here. The set has over there. I'll tell you what it says. Maybe we'll find it afterwards. The Bnei Sosa says in Aloshn Derech Pekudach. Now the Bnei Sosa wrote Derech Pekudach on the 613 mitzvahs. Al Derech Achsidus. Take the chesedus from there. See if there's a Bnei Sosa. This Bnei Sosa Swar we don't see, no. Okay, Chaval. You see, look at the Moran. Is it look at the Moran? So bring me that. I'll, I'll do that. In a, in a, there's something there also. I just remember. Shkayr, thanks. So the Bnei the Sosa says an amazing thing. So there, he doesn't. He, he only gets uh, through a few, not not many misses. The sefer that we have from Bnei Sosa. He didn't finish it. Do we have some mitzvahs of Nesasra? And the, the first mitzvah is Pruvu. 
first mitzvah is Hashem told Adam and to have children, right? Even before it's Maimon Hasinai, we're not going through that whole thing. But the first mitzvah is, is having children. And the B'nai Sosa says, and the Lashon of the B'nai Sosa is that the Ike mitzvah of Puruvu, the main mitzvah of Puruvu. Now, what's the main mitzvah? The mitzvah is to have kids. But he says, the Ike mitzvah of Puruvu is Lahardlet Sichlias Chadashis Betaira. The main mitzvah of Puruvu is to give birth to new thoughts of Taira. Well, we have a physical mitzvah of children. The B'nai Shalazah says that's because when you have children, then, then, then there's generations of people who are thinking about God. But the Ikki mitzvah is new thoughts about God. New thoughts of Torah. That's the Ikki mitzvah. Having children is only a hechetimsa that there could be even more and more. It could go on. More kids learning Torah. More generations of Torah. But the Ikki mitzvah is not, is not having a physical child. He says, the Ikka Mitzvah, I wanted to read the lesson, right? the Ikka Mitzvah, the main Mitzvah is, L'Hoylid, I think it says, L'Hoylid Sichli is Chadoshes, to give birth to new thoughts, to give birth to new feelings, new thoughts, new levels of Dveikas Basha. That's what he says. And then, to have children, of course, because you have children, and it's not only you and your wife were able to think about the Bernard Shalom and were able to to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to have new growing connection to Hashem <coughs> and their children and grandchildren great-grandchildren at Sof Kaladaris thousands and thousands and thousands more Torah more Torah in the world more Gilu Kod Shemayim in the world but the Ikka Mitzvah is the main Mitzvah is, is not the physical children this is a tremendous Nechama to people who can't have children Hashem you think about it, right? It's a tremendous nechama to people who can't have children. And I've told this, been also to people over the years who are in that sad massive that are not not able to have children, not able to get married. Hashem Yachem, people are not married, they're not able to have, or they're married, but they weren't able to have children. You should know that the ikimitz of Puravu is you yourself. Grow, grow. Sichli is chadoshes and And don't look at yourself as somebody who is infertile. Of course, it's it's sad, and you'd like that there, it would be nice if there would be uh, more children and so on. But you shouldn't see yourself as somebody who's sterile, who doesn't have the ability to be mekayim, the mitzvah of puravu. We're not talking about in learning, but the mitzvah of puravu that the Benesasa says that the ikka mitzvah of puravu is in such a way. The Repinches Karatzer, the Imre Pinchas brings down something absolutely astonishing. I mean, this is the kind of thing you have to hold on to your chair. The, Benesa, the, uh, the, the Repinches Karatzer brings down the Archaim Kodesh didn't have children. The Archaim Kodesh didn't have children. So Pinchas Karatzer brings down that he had heard, I don't remember that Lashon either in Imre Pinchas, but the Imre Pinchas Karatzer said that the Rechaim HaKadosh put all of his kaychas of Hailada into the Sefer or Rechaim HaKadosh and he wasn't able to have physical children. So he says. He put all of his kaychas of, of giving birth into the Rechaim, into the Sefer or Rechaim and he wasn't able to have physical children. And the, and the Svarim talk about 
the Tana, there was a Tana who was one of the four that went into the paradise, was Ben Azai, right? And Ben Azai, and Ben Azai, the Gemara tells us in Yuma, that Ben Azai darshaned <coughs> Misha, the person who's mevatel the mitzvah of Puravu, a person who's not, who's not, doesn't care about getting married and having a family, who's mevatel the mitzvah of Puravu, not, not able to, but he, he doesn't, he doesn't care. He doesn't want to have, he doesn't want to get married, he doesn't want to have children. A person who's mevatel, or he's married and he doesn't want to have children. A person who's mevatel the mitzvah of Puravu, Ben Azai says, Kitl Shaifer Daman. He's considered a murderer. He's considered to be a murderer of that potential life. He's considered to be a murderer. So Rabbi Lozab Ben Azayah says that Ben Azayah is a no doresh of Eino no Mekayim. That Ben Azayah, you're a good darshan. You know, you say nice stuff. That's a good vart. But that's not how you live yourself. Ben Azayah never got married. Ben Azayah was single. He was an alta bacher. An old bacher. So, so Rabbi Lozab Ben Azayah says that you're no darish, but you're Eino Noah Mekayim. And Ben Azayah's answer was, Ani lefisha nechshaka nafshi b'tayr. He says, I didn't get married because my soul is on fire with tayr. That's what he said. Ani lefisha nechshaka choshka nafshi l'tayr. I, I, I didn't get married and the Swarm explained that what's, what's, Ben Azar wasn't a Khalil wasn't a hypocrite it's strange he sang a drasha if you don't have children it's Kilu you're a murderer so first of all so Rabbi Lazar Ben Azar says what about you you're a murderer so Ben Azar said Aleph, it means <coughs> that the simple pshat is I, I couldn't I couldn't live in such a life I can't get married something Ben Azai you know was mamish in such a place we see that he was such a person enough from other places in Chazal and how he died but on a deeper level he's saying I wasn't Mavato from Peruvu I was not Mavato from Peruvu the Ikimitsa of Puravu is Tyra. Uh, and and Chaskanavshi Batyra. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't leave the Vesemetrish. I couldn't and Chaskanavshi Batyra. Of course he understood that he didn't have children and grandchildren. But he was Mulamas Khusan himself. It's not that I wasn't fruitful in my lifetime. It was not that I didn't bear fruit and I didn't have children. Chaskanavshi Batyra. There's a lotion of the Rashi's Chachma in Shara Kedusha, which I, I wrote down. Listen to the lotion. You don't have it in front of you. I just wrote it on the side of you. It says in the Rashi's Chachma the following: Mechal Yoyma every day of your life, Yishtadel Lifreis Vilirbais Betayr. Every day of your life, you should try to be fruitful and multiply new thoughts of Torah, new ways of understanding Torah. The same way that there's an obligation in mitzvah to try to have children, to try to, uh, 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 to try 
possible to have children, physical children in this world. So you should try, so you must try to have children in Ruchnias. And your mind should not be infertile, sterile. Constantly thinking, constantly growing in your learning. Having children and grandchildren, new children. That your mind is just stagnating. You're not allowed to allow your mind to stagnate in Ruchnias and spirituality and learning and in thinking about a Kodesh Baruch. Maybe that explains. Russian here. Is it independent of whether you teach or not? It's to yourself is enough. Sure. You don't have to be a teacher. It says little mode lame. How important is teaching? Teaching is, is teaching is Gavaldic, but not everybody doesn't mean you have to be a professional teacher. It means you could talk to Havrusa, you talk to your kids and to your wife. And it but also means it means to yourself big. it means to yourself also. It's big. Yeah. One second. I think think it's in Kufay. Here, Rabbi Nachman talks about Mechol Darvish Abigdushi is by Shlosha Devarim. There's Ibur, the pregnancy, the Yenika, the Meichen. One second. He speaks about how whatever you're learning, Targ Shalayim Targam, can certainly be by Shlosha Devarim. The pregnancy, Kishiyoshi, a little bit of nice Machshaf, the believer of the term is Alimba, Nikri Ibur. In Kufay, look at the Moran. So Ibn Achman says, Kshaloy mid Taragam can certainly as by Shloisha. Kshayoshev Lilmar, the Nice Machshav, the Libavat Tarim as Alimbo. When a person sits to learn, sits down to learn, and he puts his mind entirely in it, and his mind joins together with the Torah that he's learning, it becomes one with it, Nikri Ibur. It's called Ibur, impregnation. You miss Alimbo because you disappear in the Torah that you're learning. You become completely engulfed in the Torah you're learning. Like the fetus in the mother's womb. That's how you learn. That's what Ibn Abraham says. And when you learn Torah and you understand it, then you're giving birth and you're nursing. Developing. Because it makes positive. And you understand even and new things and more new things. And you say Chidushem, Nikra Meichen, it's called Meichen. Meichen. Meichen is the highest level of, of understanding. Is that like Moach? Yeah. In the mind? That's why in the end, Rabbi Nachman comes out and says, he says that amazing thing. So Rabbi Nachman says that a person who is Machadish Kedusha Torah, somebody who is Machadish Kedusha Torah, who has children and learning, his needs all it helps him 
with Hirhure Averis. Not to have thoughts, inappropriate thoughts with women and stuff like that. Which we understand on a, on a, on a simple level, your mind, is, your mind is preoccupied with holy things, right? Since your mind is preoccupied with holy things, so then that will, that will keep things clean and nice and pure. Your mind is preoccupied with holy things. Chazal said that Hashim, boredom, is maybe they hate, right? People who are bored, they're thinking of all kinds of crazy things, and they do. Many of them act upon those crazy things. What a person is, but, but Rabbi Nachman says that not just when you're learning Torah and your mind is occupied with Torah. That's, we understand, it's obvious that you thought, your mind is filled with good thoughts. But Rabbi Nachman's talking in Kofay about, he says about Hamachadish Chidushe Torah. When there are novel thoughts, new thoughts, it doesn't have to be chedushim like you know the Ragachava. It means for you the new thoughts, new thoughts. That in particular protects a person from having hirhure aveir, thoughts of inappropriate sexual things. Why? Why am a chadish chedusha Torah? No. Have a holy kedusha with Torah. You don't need that. Because there's a zivug, there's a yichud that's going on with your with your learning. And when there's zivugim and yichudim and you're learning, you're 100% engaged. You you're engaged, and you're and you're in. You're, it's it. Mamish. It's over. So, right. The hurei averus. So when you mechadish is a different way of learning. It's a different level. You're already there's a zivug with your learning, and 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 you're in that place of intimacy in that tire. So memela, what's the what thoughts are there of any kind of intimacy? Chas v'shalom outside, something bad. It goes forward. In other words, like. At that moment, you're engaged and you have that youth, but <coughs> you stop. In marriage too, you have to keep you have to keep keep the relationship going, and even shelob b'shas hayichud. You're working on yeah, the thinking and getting involved, supporting Torah. Right, it's, it's a whole it's a whole other way of looking at things. That's why Rabbi Nachman says that you mechadish chidushet Torah, something already that's puravu. That's really a type, a level of, of intimacy with Torah, and in that place of intimacy with Torah, with, with intimacy with the Torah, so then the hirur was hirur. It's like a, a, one is eternal and one is short-lived. Yeah, and you bishas ma'isi or with the Torah in such a way of intimacy. It's, there's nothing. There's nothing that's that's outside. <coughs> nothing from the outside is there. There's a yichud. There's a yichud. It doesn't only mean thoughts of uh, that a person's mind is completely engaged in that place of that yichud. And all of this, all of this is explains the 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 tremendous difference of what it means when you're. When you're learning Torah, you're not majoring in Jewish studies. You understand? Something else to 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 hear something from a, a professor. If the professor is a God-fearing person and he's teaching Torah, that's a, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when it's in the, when it's not when it's when it's not in a way of yichud. It's not in a way of yichud. Chazal say that the Torah is a sod. 
especially when it comes to Panimis Torah, this week is like when it comes to Sod, when it comes to the secrets of Torah. And the Torah is like a woman. In many, many places in all of Sefer Mishle, Torah is compared to a woman. And, and the Svarim say, Chazal say, that the Torah has, is at the China of, of, your, of your wife, or in Mishle you see that, that connection, and she will tell her secrets to the one who loves her. Not Stam. She won't give her secrets over to, to anybody, to a stranger, to somebody from the outside. The Torah will share her secrets with somebody who loves her. When you love Torah and you believe in, in Torah, in Torah there's that intimacy. And the Torah will begin to tell you things that that, that Stam doesn't tell people. And it didn't tell you when you weren't in that, way, in that place. When you begin to love Torah, the Torah begins to speak to you. It opens up to you and tells you her secrets. It tells you her secrets. So in of learning sodiums that they talk about now, but of learning so. And somebody who says that only Asik ministers that my Indian is not to learn any of the secrets of Torah whatsoever. And I have to say this in a proper way, but Mashu Chaser, there's something missing in the relationship with Torah. Also. Something's missing. When there's intimacy, each one wants to know everything about the other. You understand? So if you say, no, 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 no. Imagine you go out, you go out with your, you go out with your, your wife, and uh, you say, tell, can you tell me something about yourself? She says, yes, I'm five or three. I was, I was born in, in uh, you know, in uh, Kansas City. Uh, I went to this school. I went to that seminary. And she so says, no, if you say this, let's get married. You marry me? <laughs> well, one second. What about you? No, I'm from Brooklyn, and I went to this yeshiva. Oh, is he Ophi? Okay, now we can get married. And that's how they spend their life together, with information. And, and they're satisfied. In a relationship, it's not just a matter of information, there's intimacy. And intimacy doesn't only mean like you asked before, though. it means I want to know everything about you. <coughs> Tell me about yourself. So when a person says, "No, no, no, I, I, I only learn, I only learn Gemara," no, no, I don't. No. No, Tanakh is not for me. I've heard people say this. Somebody said to Rav Gifter, somebody was like showing off a yeshiva guy was showing off to Rav Gifter, and because Rav Gifter was talking to him, Rav Gifter said something <coughs> a, a pasuk, and the, and this guy didn't know what the pasuk was. He didn't like well, what, and Rav Gifter said, "It's a pasuk and tell him." So, and he, so the guy was showing off, and he said, uh, "Rabbi, I just I learned Gemara," as he said. <laughs> So if Gifta said to him, uh, he says, a person, there, there are two types of Mamaratsu. There's an Amaratsu Midirais and there's an Amaratsu Midirabon. So you're saying, you're not only are you an Amaratsu, you're also an Amaratsu Midirabon in Gemara, but you're an Amaratsu Midirais. Even when it comes to Torah and Tanakh, you don't know either. Amaratsu Midirais. So a person, a person who says, no, 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 Tanakh is not for me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, it's not for me. Or a Chidus or whatever, or Musa or, this, you know, side is not for me. To say it in such a way, a say, I don't understand. I'm trying, but to say it's not for me, he's saying, no. Just the main thing is, I know my wife's social security number. I have the information. I have. I know what I'm supposed to do in the house. What I'm not supposed to do in the house. My job is to take care of this in the family. It's my job is to go do that. <coughs> but don't you? And, and my wife's job is to. But don't you want to know who she is? 
Don't you want to understand more about each other and to have a deeper connection, a deeper relationship? Only Isaac and Nistaris. No, 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 I'm not Isaac and my wife's Nistaris. I'm not concerned with what my, thought, my wife's thoughts and feelings are. I'm only concerned with Lamaisa. Did she do the laundry? Did she, didn't she do it? Did you have my supper or I didn't have my supper? Only Isaac and Nistaris. You don't want to know about your wife's like thoughts and feelings? No, 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 no. no. Just dig. I just want to know if, if she prepared supper, she does the laundry. I mean, there are couples like that. It's chaval. That's not. That's not what the Rambam gave. They didn't need of marriage. Only Isaac and Nistaris. There's no need of sod between a husband and a wife. But there's a hot. But there's a zivug. But there's a yichud. There's sod. There are secrets. There are secrets. And that's what—that's that, that, the first Torah in Iran. And the, and the first Torah in Iran is what he says: Aniyadat, that one person's way of connecting to Hashem is different from another person. Aniyadat, the eleven Amal says, Aniyadat ki gadol Hashem. I know that Hashem is great. Rabbi Nachman says, Ani, I, I know, I know Hashem in my own way. It's, it's not, it's not the way that you know. That's why, when someone comes and tells you that the only way to be a Jew is the way that I'm a Jew, that's how you have to be a Jew. So he's not talking about marriage. He's talking about something else. Talking about when there's intimacy, when there's marriage with Torah and Yiddishkeit, it's something different. It's not. It's not. It's, everybody's different. That's what he says, Rabbi Nachman. I know that Hashem is great. I know I can't explain it to you. Just so. Just so. The, the whole the whole of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And of the Ariya Kaddish and the Baal Shem Tov Kaddish, it's just it's so. It's a secret. It's about secrets. It's about intimacy. It's about and when and when you try to explain to somebody from the outside, well, what do you learn these things? Or this stuff is like, whatever. It's like fluff. Or what is this? What is it? Talk? How do you explain it? They need uh, uh, everything that the husband and wife say is to each other is scientific and it's information. The relationship is not created by that science. It's created by the poetry. You understand? So then you have people that ask a cash like that on poetry. I remember when we were in high school, so the, I, I, I happened to enjoy poetry a lot. So when we were in high school, we had this poetry teacher. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I remember his name. He was a little bit of a strange guy, but he was a, but he was a very good teacher. He was a very good teacher. And, uh, and he, got, he was reading some poem, and he got like, oh, my, I'm sure all into this poem. And like there's this guy in the class, uh, it's, it's just a very, very like uh, meat and potatoes type of a guy, you know. <laughs> so he just got like all annoyed. It like might have been like Shakespeare's sonnet, you know, one of his sonnets. And this guy just like screams out, like, why can't he just say what he like? Why can't he just get to the point, like Shakespeare? Like, why does he talk like that? <laughs> like, why don't you just say like, you know, you know, I love you? Why do you have to say like this whole thing? So how do you how do you explain that to this guy? A sonnet, a poem, is something else, something different, something else. It's a sod. I, mean, I don't mean chalila. You know, it's a sod. It's a secret. When you say something in that way, it's a sod. There's something that's being passed along. It's given from one to the other. That that's that's not just a pshat hadvar. Pshat. The sod is something that's. You learn a piece of Kedusha's Levi, so, so you'll, you'll sit and you learn it with a guy that's like, you know, uh, the Lamdan, so he'll ask a kasha, you know, on the, 
diuk of the Kedush Levi, how could you say that Pshat in the Pesach? What do you, you don't know how to answer this guy. So yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. you know, you know grammar better than the Kedush Levi. He didn't know that, he didn't know that. You know, you know how to learn Chumash better than the Kedush Levi. Kedush Levi knew, knew Rashi and the Ramban and the Svarno and the Ibn Ezra, he knew, he knew all the, he knew every, everything, uh, when you read Rav Cook, you don't you say like, why are you talking that way? <laughs> why are you talking that way? So Rav Cook, was, he only began to, to that way when he came to Eretz kid He was on fire. There was something else. And those who were privileged to just hear, you know, to pick up on things, it's something. It's like you're led into a, a little club and you're listening in, but there's a conversation that, that's taking place. It's, an, it's a conversation of a husband and a wife. It's something else. The outsiders don't get. They don't understand. Same way we can't explain to you. A guy would come over here to start to explain to him the Kesha Shem, to, to explain, to, to, to understand such a thing. It's not a matter of intelligence. The guy could be much more intelligent than us. could be a very smart guy. But he's not married <coughs> to Yiddishkeit. He's not married to Yiddishkeit. And the marriage is... Something a marriage is something which bears fruit. It's hard to explain it. So, so I mean the kedushin tiyuki kedushin Hashem It's the first pasuk in kedushin. Right? Kedushin tiyuki to be kedush. Kedushin Hashem lekhan. What does that mean, kedusha? What does that mean? When you meet a tzaddik, then it's not something that you could explain. A lot has been written about kedusha. A lot has been written. There was a great philosopher from Umus who wrote a book, Das Helige. He wrote a book on holiness. <clears throat> you can't say what it is. What what is what is Kedusha? And it says Kedushin to you, he Kedusha niyasham lekeh. So all this from asking, he Kedusha niyasham lekehim. That's good. So therefore, you tell me I should be kaddish because God is holy. I should be holy. God is holy. All that. That's that's the Baruch in that He's holy. What does that have to do with me? So how do you explain that to somebody? When a Jew lives in a relationship with a kaddish baruch there's a sod between a Jew and a kaddish baruch and it's possible for a Jew to be holy. You can have such a thing in the world. Isn't it? You could you could have you could have a, a balshamtav a kaddish. You could have an alshach a kaddish. You could have such a thing. In the world, because there's a, a zivik between a kaddish baruch and a Jew. It's a, it's a zivik. It's not. The, 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 it's a, it's echad. It's a yichud between kaddish baruch and a Jew. And there's something different. Maybe there's so. There's a secret. There's something else that's going on. And that's why, to scientifically explain romance. You can't. You can you can portray it, something of it, in art, in poetry. And Mistama, that's what brought art and poetry into the world. That need, that longing to try to express something that can't be taught with words. Is this so? They say 80% of communication is nonverbal. Right. That's such a big statement. Right. That's, that, that's why you can't compare listening to something to seeing a face to making eye contact with with the, with the person with the teacher that's why I, I always tell the 
Chasanim the Kalas. Chasanim the Kalas is a so when they they get engaged, so the you know the first thing, what are the gedarim? Like you know, how how many times can we see each other a week, and how often should we talk over the phone? I always say, you know, you have to be very careful, because seeing how to be limited in the, in the way of kedusha. But I said, you know, with the phone, be very very careful with the phone. A lot of bad things come from those conversations between the chas and the kal, misunderstandings and so on. Because you're not sitting and t- talking to the person, and so there's no eye contact, and it's a very awkward time. When there's a chas and a kala who are trying to be conduct themselves in the right way, when they're engaged, because there's this feeling, oh, we're engaged, so there's supposed to be more intimacy, right? But they're they're nice from couples, or more even more intimacy. Not allowed to touch each other, you know, to say things that are not appropriate. You're not married, and you have to be careful what you're saying. You have to what you're talking about. You know, I mean, you always have to be, but especially to be careful. So then what happens very often is they have these like two-hour things on the phone where each one is like waiting for the other one to say something and they're not saying it. And, and then uh, I felt that, you know, you weren't with me yesterday. Well, what happened? This usually comes from the girl to the guy. Well, what happened? No, I don't know. I just didn't. What do, you, what do you want me to do? So the guy doesn't know what to do. What am I supposed to tell you? Like, uh, you know, what do you want me to do? This happens all the time. Unbelievable misunderstandings with the guy and the girl, especially when it comes to the phone. If they be sitting with each other, so you know they make a little bit the, the goo-goo eyes, you never know, satisfy something of that need for so for the secret between them. But when they're on the phone, there's just like just static, like just you know the phone, just electricity. There's nothing, not electricity between them, but just between the phones. So there's nothing. There's no soot on the, on the phone. It's, it's just empty space, empty thing on the phone. And that's what you see that's happening nowadays. More and more and more. This, of course, is not for now, but it's for always. More and more and more. The people with the texting and the and the uh, and the, the, all the things that happen where, where it's not with, it's not with a pun of a pun, even when it can be. Two people in the same room and they're texting to each other. It's it's the soot, the intimacy, the the puravu. The relationships are. We don't know yet where this is going because it's just this, it's just happened the last few years. But sterile, inf- the infertility of relationships because they're not pun of a pun. They're not pun. They're not. They're not. So without pun of a pun, when it's electric, even though you say the same words, you say the same words. It's not the same thing. When a person tells another person how much they love him, it's not the same thing as here. Read this. I wrote. It's, it, it, Hallmark wrote this in a card much better than I could hear. Read this in the card. That's how I feel. There are people that are like that. People that are like that. No, it's not it's missing the sod. Sod. That's the relationship. Okay, Mishon, continue. That's right. I'm just talking.